Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels. This is episode 223, Video Game Week, and today we're going to talk about the video game Sims. Uh, it's another older video game. Uh, when it first came out, it was kind of revolutionary for its time, where you can um, pick sort of an identity or an avatar and sort of live a life, uh, a simulated life, and there are other people uh, in the game who are also leading their lives. So it was an interesting kind of way um, and then you can try to build certain things up, whether it's an amusement park or a farm. You can simulate uh, this life, which is something that you won't be doing uh, in your day job, but you're able to do it as part of the video game. And I guess it was pretty compelling because uh, they sold a lot of games and the game did quite well. And I believe there are different versions of it, um, probably modified um, from the original, but that still exist today. Now, what does that have to do with executive presence and leadership? Um, and I'll share a kind of a story with you where I had to give a big presentation. This was kind of early in my training and public speaking career. And I was a little bit nervous. It was a newer audience. I wasn't sure how uh, they would receive me. Um, and I was sort of a newer kind of element to the group. And what I ended up doing, and my wife always makes fun of me because um, she, you know, I have like this uh, kind of man crush on Liam Neeson. I'll watch like any movie uh, that he's in. He's so cool. Um, and, you know, whether it's Rob Roy or Taken or even some of his more recent movies or, you know, Star Wars, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, like he's such a cool kind of character, right, um, in terms of his roles. Uh, so for that uh, presentation, I decided to help me bridge uh, kind of my fear and my presentation to sort of channel Liam Neeson, right? So for that, like, I think it was only like five minutes, right? I was going to channel Liam Neeson and I was going to like present like Liam Neeson. Now, obviously, I'm not as tall as him and I don't have that deep voice and that like cool, like Irish kind of accent, but I could kind of like channel like his his coolness of his character and his like control and like he's going to take care of everything, um, and what that ended up being was sort of a bridge for my own confidence, not so much to pretend to be someone else, um, but to try on um, a different persona, maybe that you haven't fully owned yet, to be a bridge to get you there. And then eventually um, you develop your own persona, which contains aspects of that. And I think that's sort of some of the appeal of Sims. And I think it's a powerful kind of principle that we can leverage in terms of our performance where maybe we haven't fully owned or figured out our identity in a certain aspect yet, what we can do is we can borrow others' identities of people we respect who are either doing the role already or we can just leverage like I did from something totally different, which is acting and characters to a professional um, speaking engagement. We can, we can sort of substitute and simulate those things to to help us go beyond what we think of as ourselves. So that power of simulation, that power of imagination, that power of, you know, temporary sort of breaking of your own like ego boundaries of what you believe your yourself is can be very 
powerful uh, in terms of uh, enhancing your performance. And sometimes people do this quite intentionally, and sometimes they can even do it excessively, right? Where they're modeling like a teacher or a boss so much that they're picking up even these tiny little mannerisms that have nothing to do with your or their performance, right? They have nothing to do with it. It could be a stutter, a shoulder shrug, an eyebrow raise, and it's got nothing to do with their performance, but you're so in tune with them and, and copying them and simulating them that you actually pick up these sort of non um, necessary, uh, you know, ticks. Uh, and there's, you know, nothing bad about that. I just find it kind of humorous. And it's quite um, normal and human, uh, you know, to do that, right? Uh, just remember, the principle is the things that do make it effective. And sometimes these other things are just kind of personal characteristics, and aren't actually going to help you perform any better. And in fact, it just kind of can be a little bit creepy if you're copying someone like to uh, exactly versus getting inspiration and sort of channeling the spirit uh, and energy of what they do. So what I'd love for you to do today uh, is think about um, who are people maybe that are your role models, right, that, that you have sort of channeled through them and think a little bit deeply about how they may have helped you bridge things that you didn't realize you could do until after you did it and then you began to own it. And if you get a chance, shoot that person an email or give them a call or send them a text message and say, you know, thank you. I just want to let you know that I look up to you uh, and that you were a role model for me and this is how it really helped me in a given situation. I think anyone who received that from you would be very, very appreciative uh, and glad to receive a message like that. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks, and the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible Originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com slash bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Have you ever shared a great idea only to be ignored or have someone else take the credit? Why do some people consistently seem to advance faster? Have you ever implemented performance feedback and expected things to change, only to have a new hurdle placed in front of you? I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. After years of coaching clients and while writing my book, Unlock Your Executive Presence, I discovered executive presence is the key to unlocking your career. But what is it? How do you get it? And can it be taught? 
my online course, Executive Presence and the Diversity Dilemma, we explore how executive presence works. You may be surprised to learn, as was I, that it has nothing to do with what you say, do, or wear. Most courses fail because they only teach you how to copy executive presence. We'll start off by revealing how it actually works, which is based on how you make people feel. Next, we'll explore the six degrees of executive presence, which will help you generate it on demand. Finally, we'll cover how to make your authenticity an asset, the power of introverts, and generating executive presence in virtual meetings. If you are a high potential professional with the skills to advance, but who is struggling to get the right attention, then this course is for you. The first module is free, so join us today on udemy.com so you can be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Video Game Week. Today we are going to talk about a huge hit video game. I think it's sold for like billions of dollars to Microsoft. You may know what I'm about to say if you um, have any kids uh, recently, um, a video game playing age, and that game is Minecraft. Right? It was a huge sensation, and then Microsoft ended um, up buying it for, I believe, billions uh, of dollars. Um, and what is the appeal of Minecraft? And I've played Minecraft um, you know, with my son, Lucas, and we've actually uh, enjoyed playing it quite a bit. And one thing I realized, you know, once I got over the interface and kind of understood um, sort of how to play it a little bit more than just the, the basic level is there's like a real satisfaction uh, when it comes to building and creating. And, and there's like a real power that you feel when you're able to... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.